This is Pursuing Wholeness. Pursuing Holders Podcast with your host <laughs> Sean and Veronica. I was supposed to start. <laughs> yeah, but you know, just you know, had to get all your your little I don't know jazz bebop. I don't know. It's like when I hear the music, it's like I feel like I have to kind of do whatever. Yeah, whatever that's called. Want to give a shout out to Shane McClendon who. What do you call it? He produced it. Yeah. He produced a track. I'm not musically inclined or anything, as y'all can tell from my singing. And um, I don't know all the terminology. But, yes, Shane McClendon produced a track, Life on Flow. That's his stuff, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, Shane's good. But, anyway, y'all, it's been a little while since we've been on this podcast. Maybe yeah, it's been, a, it's been a long time. Let, let's, let's just go to me straight with it. It's been, it's been a long time. It should have left you, left you. I don't know the rest of it, but anyway. I think we got um, a dope beat to step to. Step to, step to, step to. Mm-hmm. But um, we're here, we're back. Um, we just, I don't know, I guess we missed the podcast. We were both like, we got to get back on it. So we're back. Mm-hmm. We're back. And, um, you know, it's it's been just an interesting time. It's funny. I feel like, I don't know if it's a coincidence or if, it's like a cause and effect kind of thing, but I feel like I've been kind of in a rut or in some kind of a slump since the last podcast. So it's like either not doing the podcast led me into the slump, or maybe we didn't do the podcast because of the slump. I don't know. No. But um, I don't know. I just, I feel a little better now. I won't say I'm like 100% back on fire and zeal and all that stuff but i feel like i'm better than i was a few weeks ago so um that's interesting i don't know i just thought about that because i remember just kind of the comparison like the feeling and the excitement it's like it's kind of coming back whereas it had kind of dropped off a little bit back then but um but yeah i guess that kind of leads into what we were wanting to talk about today we're just talking about like having patience we want we want to talk about having patience with ourselves and with others um a lot of times i think we look at how somebody is interacting with us things they're doing and saying and we we think oh they have an issue with me or there's something that's wrong here and you know that they're slighting me or they don't care about what they're doing for me or whatnot um and really that's not what the case is i have a a friend who told me about a situation where she was working with a professional and that professional just seemed like she just wasn't quite there she wasn't showing up 100 percent, and she kind of felt like that person was maybe just like sliding her or just not performing like she needed to, um, maybe taking her for granted. I'm not sure. 
but it turns out that person was actually dealing with some personal issues and uh, my friend was like oh man like I'm sitting here thinking she's not taking me seriously as a client and learning that she's dealing with all this other stuff and um, I think that that happens a lot like I was telling my friend like don't feel bad because it's it's like this is what um this is like what happens in our society where we're always taught like no matter what's going on you keep pushing you keep a smile on your face Mm -hmm. and you always gotta just look like you're happy even when you're not or just show that oh i'm still grinding no matter what's going on in my life and Mm -hmm. it can make it seem like things are good with a person and if there's any inadequacy it's because they they are the sloppy or they don't care or they're not fully committed but there really could be some underlying issue that's contributing to that. But mm-hmm. we only see what we see. Mm-hmm. And it's just not our culture to share when we're dealing with things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It, it's, it's, um, you're right. Yeah, we kind of tend to hold things in and kind of like just kind of keep on keeping on, you know, I guess as they say. Um, yeah, yeah, you, you, as we talked about before we started recording, you proposed this, uh, this topic and, um, I thought it was good. Um, and one thing that it made me think about that when my wife and I kind of started to get to know each other and, you know, kind of start talking and eventually dating and all that kind of stuff. One thing I noticed, you know, at least from my, my vantage point that, um, she kind of seemed to have a lot of patience with people. Um, I used to, and, and and actually when we finally like got married and all that kind of stuff, <clears throat> I, uh, oh, let me turn this, my mic down a little bit. But after we got married and everything, I kind of started to call her the B-O-D wife, benefit of doubt wife. Meaning that it seemed like, you know, like I might come to her about something, somebody like, man, you know, Veronica, like, I was dealing with so-and-so, and they did this, and it's so annoying. It really made me upset and all this kind of stuff. And she's like, well, you know, they probably they probably dealing with this, or they probably got that going on. And, you know, it used to be kind of like, you know, sometimes it be slightly annoying. Are you on my team or they team? <laughs> right, exactly. You know, It's always like, well, you know, it's usually it start out with, you know, and then, then kind of like <laughs> go to kind of explain, like, whatever that person might be dealing with and um so i just kind of started to call it the benefit of the, of the doubt wife and um <laughs> but it helped it really did kind of help me understand that i um i kind of like you know kind of lack a little patience i mean i like to think about myself as a relatively patient person but but i definitely um for those of y'all i don't know if y'all know about some of you probably know about the um excuse me some of the personality tests out there um one of the most popular among them being the myers um briggs personality test and um um i know that with my four letters i'm istj that j is uh judging (laughs) (laughs) how fitting (laughs) (laughs) i guess i'm just the kind i've i've traditionally been the kind of person like i'm kind of like you know, I'm an introverted kind of person who stands back and <laughs> kind of makes my assessments of the world and 
<laughs> see you sitting back judging the world. No, no, no. See, that's not. It's not even. It's not quite that. Um, you sinners. <laughs> stop! Stop! <laughs> no, no, gosh, no. The fire and brimstone <laughs> come upon your heads. No, no, that's not. That's not true, man. But the thing is, it's kind of like um. A lot of times I kind of, I do, I, I do in my mind, like I tend to think in the independently and I, I make my, I have my moral center and then I kind of make my assessments based on that. And then I kind of move on and, um, I don't know. I kind of, again, a lot of this stuff I kind of more so see because my wife is, is very much different than me. I mean, matter of fact, with the Myers-Briggs. We may have said this before, but her personality type is exactly opposite of mine. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, were you about to say something? No, I was just agreeing. But yeah, and um, but so where I tend to be kind of like I make my assessments and like my mindset is more so this is this and that's that a is a plus b equals c. Period. You know, like Veronica, she she tends to be a lot more open-minded than me and kind of like has, she has these things that she considers that in my mind, maybe there's an inkling of me considering it, but I just kind of more so like, well, if this happened and that happened, then it it must mean this period. Because like what else (laughs) in the world could it mean? You know? And so I don't know. I guess I'm just saying it did teach me that I haven't been, the most patient um most patient person even though i like to think about myself as being you know somewhat patient yes like i um i think of it as like for sean the categories are fixed like he he gonna say a plus b equals c and he gonna put you in your little box that's (laughs) i mean i'm not saying like you're you kind of box people in but it's like you kind of say okay this is where this person goes based on what i've seen from them and I'm like, well, maybe the wind was blowing a little bit faster and then it was a little hot that day at the same time. And so if we look at that factor and we consider the fact that also, you know, I don't know, whatever, I always kind of look at all these other factors and say, well, under those circumstances, perhaps A plus B does not equal C. It could equal J because of these other factors. And so... For me, I kind of reserve judgment until considering all the factors. And I mean, there's there's some some um, negative, some downsides to that as well because mm-hmm. maybe people do need to go and be judged and put aside, and I might kind of tolerate them a little longer, and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. to my detriment. Um, so I, I tend to give people the benefit of doubt and assume that you know there's no ill will, and sometimes there might be ill will. Mm-hmm. And so you just need to know that, but um, but mm-hmm. I think that the general message is that we all could stand to learn how to be a little bit more patient with people, and I don't know what this tea is. It's, I guess it's the ginger, but um, anyway, um, yeah. but yeah, we all could stand to be a little bit more patient with people. But uh, on the flip side, you know, thinking about me. 
I don't have as much patience for myself. Mm, very true. And I th- very true. Hey, <laughs> very true. <laughs> we don't yeah. need you to be agreeing that fast now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Take your time. Yeah, y'all go ahead, go ahead and turn up your turn up your radios on this one. Turn up your phone. Reserve your judgment. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Mike was weird, but um, but yeah. So it's like I'm very quick to have patience with other people, but then with myself, I'm a little slower to have patience. Yeah. And so there is a downside to that. Um, and so like because I'm less patient with myself, I'll end up, I guess, like just beat myself up about things sometimes. And assuming that I'm like harming someone or or um, disadvantaging someone or inconveniencing someone, and so what I've been practicing doing is is to reserve judgment on myself and to stop like jumping the gun. Like I'm I'm so quick to say, oh I'm so sorry, it wouldn't have been this way if it weren't for me. You know, it's like <laughs> just kind of letting people. One thing I've been doing recently, I'm not great at it, but I'm learning to let people tell me if if i've offended them instead of assuming that i have a lot of times i'll be like you know i was you know i have sometimes i have an issue maybe a lot of times i'm not gonna call it issue my concept of time Mm. is a little bit different from other people Mm. and so it's not necessarily bad Mm. it's just that people who have a different concept of time than I do, they might be upset about it. You know, if their name is Sean McClendon, Mm. then they might have an issue with my different perception of time. I guess if you want to say, if you want to put it that way, you know. (laughs) I mean, it really is like that because, you know, I kind of, when I say four o'clock, it's like ish. Mm. Mm. Unless like I have like an appointment. Like if it's an appointment Mm. where it's like, I got to go to the doctor at four or I have a client and I'm meeting with it four. Mm-hmm. But if it's like, I'll get to your house at four, it's like ish. Because, I mean, like, why I got to be so precise? So I guess the thing is with that, which, you know, we could, we, we may need to be careful because we end up making a whole podcast about this very topic. Here. I mean, you're going to probably try to make it about this topic. No, but anyway, the thing is, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, is like, in my mind, it's like, so who who makes the who makes the the distinction like regarding which which one is more important to get to by or before the time? So it's evaluing, shall I say, of the different events and and things. May, you know, albeit unconscious valuing, it's a valuing nonetheless. You know, and um. You know, just like I was telling my, I was telling our oldest daughter the other day, I was telling her how, you know, the thing with being, the thing with being on time and even being early is that, you know, when there's something there, you get, you usually get the best of, of, of things, you know, and, um, you know, again, this, I'm probably kind of getting a little bit too much into like the details of the time and stuff. So I don't go too much into that, but you usually get the best of things. The early bird gets the worm, at least they get the first choices at the fattest worms you know you late you know you don't get best choice not only that but like they have some reason now you could end up being with somebody else who kind of sees it the same way kind of more so like uh ish you know such and such time ish but at the same time 
the way I see it, it's like it's not really for you. It's not really for the person who's coming to kind of like make that rating. You 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 be there. You know, you be there, you know, to kind of value the fact that the time was set. You know, do whatever you got to do to get there. But, you know, like I said, I don't, I don't want to get too much, you know, into that, <laughs> into that. I'm very passionate about yeah. you know, timeliness and and things like that. Yeah, and I'm I'm big on grace. Like, I mean, I guess mm-hmm. that Right, right. I kind of um I kind of am used to giving grace. And so I don't say that I expect people to give me grace, but it's just kind of like, if you knew all I had, to, I tried to do to get here, then you understand, <laughs> you know? Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I see, I, I will say, I see your point, <laughs> but um, it's very challenging to me. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Like you said, we can talk about the time thing in a whole podcast unto itself. Mm-hmm. But what I was, I guess, what I was saying in terms of of my relationship with time and being um, not judging myself is that I guess I guess that's what it is. When I'm late doing something, then I kind of adopt the Sean voice in my head. And I say, <laughs> <laughs> I like that you phrase it as a Sean voice. It's like Sean's condemning voice. <laughs> it's like shoot. You're late. <laughs> we said four, and you're here at four fifteen. You're late, and so I mean, you're a bad person. No, see, that's I don't say that. Yet. Sean doesn't say that. I'm not gonna like present him as a verbal abuser. He does not say anything about me or anything. He's very gracious. I will say, you can tell he's very frustrated, <laughs> but he's not going to like berate me or anything like that. He just. Seems so discouraged, <laughs> and it just makes me feel horrible. But so I'll have that voice in my head, and I'll be like, "Franka, you can never. You're always late. You just can't get together, can you? Look at you. Look, you're just making everybody life miserable. Nobody wants to do stuff with you because you're always gonna be messing stuff up with your late self. And so it's like I just kind of get to that point, and then I'll be like apologizing and. And, and really, I don't, I don't know. Time may not have been the right thing because when people are serious about time, they serious about time. And so when you late, you better apologize. But mm-hmm. I know some people, when you late, they're like, it wasn't even a big deal. So like, stop beating up on yourself. It's okay. And so I guess in those cases, there are some people who I might need to, like, I don't want to have that. Either way, judging and criticizing yourself is not helpful, I guess. Right, yeah. Whether you in the wrong or not, it's it's still just not going to help anything. You're just late, and that's just what it is. So there's no point in you being like, I'm a horrible person. Mm-hmm. But it is hard not to feel that way because it's like, I feel like I'm always disappointing everybody mm-hmm. because I might be a little bit, you know, after the time that was said or I might be a little bit more, I might not have everything filed neatly and um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So it's like you just, I have to learn how to just be patient with myself and know that, that you know, like all these things about being on time and being organized and um, all that stuff is important. But when you look at the grand scheme of life, 
is really not that important. It's not important enough for you to beat yourself up. It is not important enough to be anybody else up about it. And I'm not just saying because mm-hmm. I'm like the person always often in this position. Mm-hmm. But I just think that, like, so what if people are late? Like, is God going to be like, you go to hell? <laughs> because <laughs> you've been late too many times. And I don't care how loving you are toward people. I don't care how how much you have cared for the sick and the poor you're late, so you need to you need to just get out of my face. It's like God, I don't believe God is going to do that, mm-hmm. and I don't believe that. I don't know. So I think that um, there are things that, as a society, we deem important. But I'm trying to use my T's, but mm-hmm. um, it's not worth it to be too hard on yourself or be too hard on other people because overall it's going to work out. It'll be all right. Just relax and live and let's all do the best we can and not be too critical of ourselves or others. Yeah. 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 You know, I think like, I mean, of course, I guess it's kind of where faith kind of comes in. Cause like, you know, I kind of think about, um, you know how the Bible says there is no, there is therefore, was that Romans 8? Is it Romans 8 one? Mm-hmm. There is therefore now no condemnation. Of course, that means you need to read, you know, prior scriptures. You got to see what it's there for. Right. There is therefore now no condemnation for them who are in Christ Jesus. I think it says who walk not according to the flesh, but by the spirit or something like that. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, like, you know, we don't have to walk under condemnation in regard to the things that we do. It doesn't mean that we just kind of like we just kind of freely, freely, you know, sin. I'm not, and I'm not saying timely, <laughs> timeliness is, is sinful. Yeah, some people. I mean, lack of so. timeliness. Maybe Sean. No, no, no. I mean, I just said I don't think that, I'm not calling that sinful, <laughs> like a lack of timeliness. But um, but uh. But we don't have to feel condemned. So, like, whenever we have those kind of feelings, like, look, like you said, look at you, you know, <laughs> or you have those kind of thoughts or whatever, you know, it's like that's not that ain't from the Lord. Yeah, it almost <laughs> sound like the Lord. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. He, he's not gonna, um, he's not gonna like, he's not gonna make you feel like you just sorry and stuff like that. I mean, uh, he's got will correct us and you know that kind of thing if it's necessary. But he's not going to like, he's not going to have us feeling like we just a piece of junk or whatever. So that's not, that doesn't even come from God. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's like if, 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 if those who are in Christ are not condemned, then there's no reason for us to condemn our own selves. It's kind of like, it's kind of one of those things where you kind of have to just be like, well, thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of like, just kind of go ahead and just agree with yourself that you're not going to pull, excuse me, pull yourself down because God himself is not going to, he's not going to, you mm-hmm. know, you just need to move on and determine to do better, whatever that thing is. Yeah, I am, um, yeah, like, like I know I've had situations um, kind of going back to like patience with other people. Um, you know, I've had situations where, um, 
you know, I was kind of annoyed with somebody about something because maybe they told me, they told me they were going to do this, that, and the other, and they didn't do it. You know, and Veronica knows we talked about that kind of thing a whole lot. Where, you know, the way I was taught, man, you know, like the rappers always say, word is bum. Oh, well, they don't say that anymore. <laughs> it shows how the morality of the of, of hip hop <laughs> has perhaps changed. But all the rappers back in the day say, word is bum. You know, um, you know, your word is your bond. You know, whatever you say you're going to do, you do it. So that's how I was taught. My dad, you know, very much instilled that kind of integrity concept in me and my brothers. And um, so it's very hard for me whenever, like, I did, you know, I deal with somebody or I dealt with somebody who told me very explicitly, yep, such and such time, I'm going to do so and so for you. And it's like, literally, it's like, I'm counting on that because, like, you, you told me. You're going to do this at this time on this date, period. That's what you told me. So I have every right to expect that. And um, especially if it happens multiple times, it's like I literally kind of feel like, okay, I, I can't I can't trust you because you're literally not doing the things that you tell me that you're going to do. You know, I mean, sometimes it doesn't really matter as much. But sometimes it matters more. For example, situations where I've been on my job, I've taken time off of work because somebody told me I'm going to meet you at your house. or I'm going to meet you here, there, and we're going to take care of X, Y, Z. And I took off, you know, leave and the person didn't come through. And then a lot of times in in most situations, the person doesn't call. (laughs) The person don't do none of that kind of stuff. And so, like, I'm literally I'm I'm livid. I'm living, you know, and um, I just admit that's something that I'm still, as they, as they usually say, I'm still growing in those kind of things. It's very hard for me to, for me to be patient because I guess because of my upbringing, it's like, well, I mean, everybody knows integrity is important. Now, everybody got everybody knows that. I mean, it got to, even though I know that everybody is not necessarily taught that maybe as much. I know I was taught very much. So it's like, not only do I expect it from other people, but like I fight hard to be a person of integrity myself and I'm not perfect. You know, I try to, I really try to have the utmost of integrity though. Cause just like the uh, scripture says, um, you know, doing to others as you would have them do unto you. Like I try to like as, as much as I can, if I tell you I'm going to do something like I, I'm going to do it, you know, so help me God. And if I'm not able to, I'm going to let you know before time, hey, look, look, I'm not going to be able to do it. I apologize, but I'm letting you know now that I kind of overestimated or underestimated or whatever the case is. And um, I'm not going to be able to do it, but I'm letting you know so that if you had some expectations of me for this to happen now or whenever, I'm letting you know so that you can make the proper adjustment on your end. But anyway, just saying that to say, I do have trouble being patient in those times. And then I guess to kind of go into patience with myself thing, if I end up kind of like not following through with something, then I might even be kind of like real. I'll be real bummed out personally, you know, because I feel like, man, I blew it, man. 
I blew it because the integrity <laughs> stuff is so important to me. If mm-hmm. I end up kind of not doing whatever stuff, then I like feel real bad about it. Yeah, I guess I'll, as you're talking, I'm just kind of thinking through stuff. Like, okay, that does. I guess that is what integrity is, and I think a lot of times. Um, Like you said, you you underestimate how much time it's going to take or you underestimate how much how many other things you have on your plate. I think I think that we sometimes have a a, a desire to be a pe- to be people pleasers. Like we want to make people happy. We want to um meet expectations and we want to fulfill promises. But we want to do it so bad that we don't really, um, I don't know if you said it just now, but count the cost. Um, We don't count the cost involved. We just say we'll do it. And in all of our hearts, we intend to. I know we had this conversation, perhaps even on this podcast, about how I had a client who um, somebody told her that they were going to mentor her son Mm. and didn't call or something. Or it was something where the person didn't show up or didn't follow through on a particular occasion. And she was like, you lied. Mm. And I remember being like, that wasn't a lie. A lie is something that you do intentionally. You And you were like, nah, he lied. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I, just, I wouldn't have seen that as a straight lie. To me, a lie is like, you know you're not going to do it or you know that you don't intend to do it and you and you don't. I mean, you say you say that you're going to do it, but you know you have no intention of doing it. To me, that's a lie, like an intentional act. But you kind of see it as if you say you're going to do something and you don't do it, then that's a lie. Right, exactly. Precisely because the, of the point that you made earlier about counting the cost. Because, you, because otherwise, because if you say you're going to do something, it's not saying that it's malicious. It's, it may not be a malicious lie. You know, but it's, you know. (laughs) I think malice is part of the word lie. I think maybe like misspoke is like better or something. But like literally it's like, because I think it's a matter of it kind of, it affects the amount of weight that your words carry. Because like literally if you, I don't know. It's like if you, if you, this is my perspective. So if you go into something saying you're going to do something, perhaps you might have some sort of, you've had maybe some situations, several situations or whatever, where you hadn't come through. But like, literally it's like, I feel like you have to make the adjustment. Um, You, and you even have to know that you have to make the adjustment to kind of make sure that you can have weight with your words that you, whatever you say, somebody can kind of, somebody can definitely count on that. Um, but otherwise I feel like to not do so. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I think my wife and I talked about that a bit and I think we even looked up the, um, (laughs) definition of what, like a lie and all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. I mean, what is, what is the definition? You You want to look it up? Yeah. Look it up um, real quick. But yeah, and I guess what I think is um maybe if it's maybe it's not a lie but it's like a um misjudgment of what you really could do. 
um I guess I guess I'm so defensive of it because I I do it occasionally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I um here I let you look while I talk, but um it's like I'll um I'll say like oh I'm a, um I, I'll I'll get this to you by this day and time, and I really intend to do it, and I really like will be working hard toward it, and you know getting myself. You know, staying up late and doing stuff, but then it's like you just you just can't do it. But it's like it's hard for me to make that assessment. Sometimes it's like I think you do a better job of being able to say, "Well, I know it'll take me fifteen minutes to do this." So mm-hmm. I got because I mean, you <laughs> even tonight, even though I still think I could have made it. Of course you did. Of course, I wanted to run an errand, and you were like, "It's gonna be a late night if you do that, and we're not gonna be able to record the podcast." And I was like. I'm going to be there. I'm going to go run and come right back. And you were like, mm-hmm. that's what people always say. And then something, this and that. And it's mm-hmm. like, to me, mm-hmm. I see, like, it takes 20 minutes to get there. I know exactly what I want. So that's a five-minute thing. And it's going to take me 20 minutes to get back. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then what I see is, it's like instantly when I hear that and I see the time, it's like, this has happened before. This is you've seen this situation many, many times. It's a little different. No, no, ex- exactly. Of course it is. But like you, Sean, you've seen the situation, so you automatically know without even having to think about it much. Because because what my wife was asking me, she was like specifically. So what specifically? Looking for very intricate details. What specifically is it that you have a concern about? You know, in regard to stuff, kind of like maybe not necessarily working out right time wise. And I was like, you know, because, you know, my wife, she asks, she asks a lot of questions and looks for a whole lot of particulars. Because I don't like hearing, <laughs> I don't like hearing you can't do it or no, unless I have a reason for it. Because if you just say it's not possible, I want to know why you think so. What's your underlying, what's the underlying premise behind and, and the, what you're saying? And so, y'all, the thing is, it's not, it's not that I'm not giving her those reasons. It's just that they're not, they don't tend to be good enough for it. <laughs> it's moments. not, that's not but, true. But, 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 but anyway, you know, so the thing is, it's like, you know, I told her, I was like, you know, it's not so much of like the specifics of the thing. It's like the overall, it's the overall thing, like doing stuff around a certain, after a certain amount of time, after a certain time of day, when you have, you know, like, you know, dinner and, and, and kids coming up, you just pretty much already know if you don't get certain things done by a certain time, you know, if you kind of try to squeeze it in after it's X amount of time, it's a wrap because like anything could happen, you know, like whenever you have kids and you got dinner going, you know, but, um, but yeah, so so um so I just I just felt it. it's like it's like a deja vu feeling. It's like you were just uh, and my wife rolls roll her eyes and everything. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know. And um, I mean, I don't know, I don't know. I guess it's just again that's something instilled in me by my dad. Just a, a just a sense of timeliness where you can just kind of feel how long something when you need to get something started and all that stuff. You just feel it. Yeah, and it's funny because I just don't have a sense of time. Everything always is much faster than I expected. Like everything. Yikes. Like, yep. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll be like, um, <laughs> and then it's like I don't know. It's like some, something just shuts down in my brain when I don't know. Because I'll be like, well, I got two hours, and for some reason, 
Like the event starts at eleven, and I have to be there by eleven. We ain't gonna get into five minutes early is is late and all that. We ain't gonna get into all that. The event's supposed to start at eleven, and it's nine o'clock. And some reason I say I have two hours to get ready. And I and and this is not Zoom meeting, so I gotta get somewhere <laughs> mm-hmm. after I get ready. So it's not two hours. It's at the. It's probably two and it's probably one and a half hours. But for some reason, it's like, well, I got two hours. So that's my first problem. Is mm-hmm. that I only have an hour and a half, but I think I have two hours. Mm-hmm. There you go. And then the second problem is that I think, well, I got two whole hours. Mm-hmm. There you go. I can mm-hmm. um. I can read a book. I can, mm-hmm. I can, you know, put on extra makeup, or I can play a game with the kids, and mm-hmm. I can make a phone call, and all these things. Because mm-hmm. I got mm-hmm. two whole hours, mm-hmm. and I need you to stop, you know, agreeing mm-hmm. so much. I'm mm-hmm. just, just let me say, you know, no, I'm just glad that you kind of like, you know, you kind of talking, you talking through it, and just kind of having that understanding. At least at this moment, I do. I mean, I always have the understanding in the, mm-hmm. in the, um. What, in like an academic sense? In an academic sense. Mm-hmm. But in the reality, I mean, I literally, it just, like, I got all this time. And then they see the, I'll be like, oh, man, I got 30 minutes to get every, ready, every get time, out of y'all. here. And I ain't did, I still got my robe on. It's just, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is every time. Mm-hmm. But it's, I feel like it's not fair. So if you say that I'm lying because I say I'm going to be able to leave at this time. But I didn't know that it would take me longer than that time to do the things that I had in mind. It's not fair. It's like the world is set up against me. And by the way, we did look up the word lie and intentional is in the definition. It is. It does need to be the element of intent. There's, there's There's a, in the law, in the law, there's a difference between murder and manslaughter Mm -hmm. the difference is intent Mm -hmm. manslaughter is i was driving my car and texting and i ran over somebody and they died Mm -hmm. murder is i'm finding you and i'm gonna run over you with my car and you died Mm -hmm. there's an intent element and the the difference in penalty between murder and manslaughter is very vast because of and I'm if you're a criminal lawyer and that's not true, we can deal with that later. But for all illustration purposes, there's a difference between being convicted of murder and convicted of manslaughter. So I think lying is the same. Like lying is an intentional malicious act, whereas misjudging is an act of omission rather than commission. Yeah, now I would say it didn't say malice in there. It said an intentionally false statement. I think is what I saw. I mean, I guess it don't have to be malicious, but to me, if you're making a false statement, well, sometimes we might make false statements intentionally. Like, how does your child is she is she eleven or is she twelve? And you say eleven because she did just turn twelve, and you do want her to get into the buffet for free. Mm-hmm. So that's like a lie. I guess that's yeah, a that's, lie. that's a straight it's up lie. It's intentional. Yeah. So there's so, no malice there. Right, there is no malice. Here's the thing though. So the question that I have for you guys, which is not necessarily the topic of this podcast, having patience with ourselves and others, but the question I want to ask y'all is, is it perhaps a lie if you know that you have a track record for maybe like 
you know, kind of giving <laughs> giving like a, a false statement. You're going too far. <laughs> Is it? And you and you have not made contingency for that particular thing. You know, I think that's a, it's a rhetorical question, but you know, it's something to think about. I mean, the thing is, it's just not fair because if you're not wired to make those contingencies, then you wouldn't expect. I mean, because like literally, we can have this conversation now <laughs> on Saturday when ain't nobody gotta get ready for nothing. But on Monday, when I have to leave the house at nine thirty, or more than likely, it should be eight thirty or so, if I have to leave the house, I'm not thinking like. I'm not thinking about all those details. I'm just like, cool. Got to leave at 830. It's 7 o'clock. I'm good. I got plenty of time. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. So I'm like, well, a whole hour and a half? I only need about 30 minutes to get ready. For a whole hour, I can, like, chill out and I can, yeah. you know, play a game or I can cook a good breakfast for the kids. You know, it's like I – it's no way to like be like, oh, um, unless you have some reminder. Like I need somebody. Well, I no, mean, well, you not you, because no. you be like, Veronica. No, you know the thing. <laughs> you, you just gotta be able to take it, man. You know, I'm not. I'm not. Again, I'm not like some sort of just whatever. I'm not rude. Maybe I'm a little annoying sometimes, <laughs> but like you know. But the thing is, it's like you do have to have a reminder. It's like you just have to know. You gotta do whatever it takes to go ahead and make the correction. To do to not do so, it's like I don't know. Like I said, that's why I think we're dealing with lie territory here. That's why you know. <laughs> well, we already defined what lie is. It's it's. I would say it's a misjudgment. You know, it may be a repeat misjudgment, but that don't turn mm. into a lie category. It's, you know, you're just repeating misjudgment of time. Now, there's supposed to be people out there who can help us to. You know, like kind of change our approach or whatever, but that's some hard work, and I don't even know how I got wired this way. Mm. So I don't know, but anyway, well, that's our cue. <laughs> so it has been a lovely podcast. You know, we might have to continue to argue a little bit, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. After this music goes off, <laughs> take the headphones off, <laughs> just start duking it out. But anyway, thank y'all for listening. I hope that y'all enjoyed this time. Share it with somebody and peace. Be patient. Doing Wholeness is a Back to Basics Health and Wholeness podcast with theme music produced by Life on 